0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You're listening to On the Right Road. Get ready to experience extraordinary real life inspiration and discover valuable tools to help kids find and travel the right road in school and in life. And now, here's your award-winning host, author, singer-songwriter, producer, humanitarian, and founder of Right Road Kids. It's Paula Phillips. Right Road!
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to On the Right Road. I'm your host, Paula Phillips, and as always, I've got something good and positive and wonderful to say and share with you all this evening. First of all, I want to start out with a great big jumbo happy birthday to my mom. It's her birthday today, and she's listening to On the Right Road. How cool is that? And... It's really amazing how things work out on the right road because sharing the birthday wish to my mom is actually the perfect lead into tonight's show. Um, my mom, for more years than I can even remember, has ha- had rheumatoid arthritis. And she's had more pain in her life, physical pain, than most of us can probably even comprehend. Um, Her bones at this point are so brittle that they literally break like potato chips. And she just found out that her leg has broken again for the third time. And I have been talking to her this week. And I tell you. She is the most grace-filled woman I have ever known. (laughs) I love you, Mom. I mean, her attitude as we were talking—she's just like you know, anything's possible. You know, a miracle can happen, and you know, and I—it—it just was so special because I'm like, oh my gosh, Mom, this is the topic for the show this week is anything is possible. And in talking to her what I really what really struck me is that to find the possibility and the destiny for your life you really have to believe it. You have to believe that it can happen. You have to believe that anything is possible. So happy birthday mom. Thank you for just Um, Blessing my life every second of my day I love you And I'm just so honored that you're my mom And what I want to do, you guys All of you who are listening I want to help you really feel That possibility for your life in as many ways as I possibly can this evening. I want you to feel that anything is possible for your life and for your kids' lives and for your students' lives. So, first, (laughs) what I'm going to start with tonight is an anything is possible surprise. This is something new. My son and I were chatting this week, and I'm like, oh, I really want to come up with something new and fun for this show. And he and I were batting ideas around, and here's what we came up with. So, this is an addition. By the way, you guys, to our Facebook giveaways tonight. So I'm going to start with our first anything is possible surprise. I'm going to grant at least three teacher wishes. And all you have to do to kind of enter is email me right now. And my email address is really easy. It's Hey Paula, H-E-Y-P-A-U-L-A, Hey Paula at rightroadkids.org. In your email, let me know your school supply wish for your classroom, and, you know, try to keep it simple for shipping purposes, you guys, you know, things like pencils, erasers, glue sticks, stickers, something that we can easily ship to you, and then also include, like we usually do on our Facebook giveaways, include your school, city, and state as part of your email, so we know where to send your wish if you're, if we're able to grant it, and just put teacher wish in the subject line of the email, and I'll announce at least three recipients, we might even grant more wishes from tonight here on our our right Road Kids Facebook page this coming Tuesday. So surprise, anything's possible. I want you to feel it and know it that at any given moment in your life, any amazing thing can happen. So this is what this show is going to be like tonight. Just fun and surprise and possibility and positivity. So now, while you're all entering that fun thing, I've got my On the Right Road teacher listener shout-outs for this evening. As always, each of the teachers whose name and school I mention will receive a fun Right Road grab bag of school supplies. And we'll get all of the shout-out and giveaway gifts from tonight's show out in the mail to the recipient teachers at their schools the week of September 26th. So you should get the by the end of the month. So here we go. The On the Right Road teachers shout outs for this evening. I've got lots of them. All of you, oh my gosh, the the emails that came in with messages of celebration. I've got tons of fun stuff here. So what I want to do is just honor as many of you as I possibly can right now. You know I would do every single one of you if I could. But as I'm sharing the names and the cities and states and stuff, just remember you're part of this wonderful Right Road family. And you know, we're here to support and uplift you however we can. We love you all. So for tonight, the on the right road shout outs, we've got Jody Quast from Quinn Middle School in Waco, Texas. Betty, Betty Jane Schrouder from Dr. William Menace School in Vinland, New Jersey. Mary DeSanto from Ocean Palms Elementary in Ponte Verde Beach, Florida. Marcy Berkham from McMillan Magnet Center. Uh, Magnet Center in Omaha, Nebraska Wendy Rosas from Allison Park Elementary in Houston, Pennsylvania Jennifer Pacanco from Fox Hollow Elementary in Idaho Falls, Idaho, Sharon Hyde-Jones from Force Middle School in Wilson, North Carolina, Michelle Paschke from Irene Lopez School in Phoenix, Arizona Linda Horstman from Fawn Mountain Elementary in Kitchikan, Alaska Christine Kayanti from Parsons Preschool in Queens, New York, May Megan Hortson from Random Lake Middle School in Random Lake, Wisconsin, she just let me know the other day that she changed her work schedule at her second job. Talk about commitment of you got you teachers. It's amazing. But she changed her work schedule so she has Sunday evenings off so she can listen to On the Right Road. Shout out to you, Megan. How awesome is that? Teacher Jennifer Mitchell asked me to give a shout out to teacher Lisa Dixon at Alice Drive Elementary in Sumter, South Carolina for helping her fifth grade son love school for the first time ever. Way to go, Lisa! That it just touches my heart so much. Rhonda Lang from Long Branch Elementary in Lumberton, North Carolina, asked that we all lift up a prayer for a former student of hers, who's fighting for his life in the hospital. So, blessings, Rhonda, to you, your your students, your class. You, you know, the family of the boy, the boy. We're all, we're praying for for you all. Karis Crow from Homer Elementary in Ada, Oklahoma, and her husband, who's also a teacher, will be celebrating their 11th wedding anniversary this week Christy Chandler from Hauser Elementary in Conroe, Texas is celebrating her 12th anniversary with her husband and Heather Lambright from Alton Darby Elementary in Hilliard, Ohio is celebrating her 16th wedding anniversary this weekend and listening to On the Right Road, way cool <laughs> and Joni Bruner from Arthur Eddy School in Saginaw, Michigan is celebrating her birthday tomorrow Happy Birthday Jody. and Mary Carlson from Algonquian Elementary in Sterling, Virginia is celebrating her birthday tonight by listening to On the Right Road. Yay! Also, congrats to Susan Williams from J.W. Seabrook School in Fayetteville, North Carolina, and Valerie McElroy from Greenwood Elementary in Florence, South Carolina. They both just received their school's Teacher of the Year Awards. Oh my gosh, how awesome! And Christy Flynn from South Grant Elementary in Dry Prong, Louisiana, closed her email to me with this from Shel Silverstein. Quote, listen to the mustn'ts, child. Listen to the don'ts. Listen to the shouldn'ts, the impossibles, the won'ts. Listen to the never haves, then listen close to me. Anything can happen, child. Anything can be. I thought that would be such a perfect cherry-on-the-top way to wrap up my shout-outs for this evening. And welcome to every single one of you. As always, I'm so glad you're all here with me. And, of course, like I said, I'm still going to do all the On the Right Road Facebook giveaways tonight. So, to introduce my first for this evening... Just a little a little background on this. Part of knowing that anything is possible in our lives, I believe, is that knowing that you can overcome any obstacle, you can face any challenge head-on, and you can find a way to make amazing things happen. Um, last week, my wonderful team member here, Marcy, who's behind the scenes today, she was actually on the air as a guest with me last week, and she was talking about her kids, we were talking about parent power, and she has a special needs daughter, and one of the things that Marcy shared with me that really helps her daughter with writing is using the super strong nine millimeter mechanical pencils because they don't break easily when kids, you know, when they push really hard, and these are great for all kids, so you don't just have to be a special needs teacher to enter. All teachers can enter this. It's for all teachers in the U.S. who are listening right now. First, before I tell you what it is, make sure you mention in your Facebook entry post, Marcy's going to pop them up in just a minute on our Right Road Kids Facebook page. Make sure you also include the code word listening. That's not going to be one of the simple guidelines in the offer post. Just include, write that word listening as part of your comment because that makes it official. We know you're listening to on the right road. So here's what I've got for the first giveaway. 10 9mm Mechanical Pencil Sets I put the 10 sets together from the awesome mound of pencils that's going to appear in the giveaway post picture in just a minute and the gift packs are so cute I love them so there will be 10 teacher recipients and each one will receive a set of the cool mechanical pencils and to enter just go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now Marcy's going to pop that up it's going to be open until just after the end of the show 6 6.30pm Pacific 930 30 Eastern tonight and we'll announce the 10 recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page tomorrow. Make sure to mention that code word listening, you guys, as part of your entry comment. And special thanks to one of our wonderful On the Right Road sponsors, Nair, for donating the wonderful pencils for the giveaway and of course this is just the first of our giveaways so keep that facebook page that right road kids page ready to go tonight and all the giveaways tonight are going to have to do with the theme anything is possible so just a quick note that if you're not listening live tonight we're live sunday september 18th the giveaways will of course be closed now, you guys, before I introduce my special guest to you, and this is, this is just some, an evening that's very, very special to me personally, as every On the Right Road show is, but what I'd like to do first is share something that my guest wrote She posted it on Facebook along with a picture of herself in her law school graduation cap and gown. So and and you you have to understand that this this young lady is beautiful, like inside and out. So picture that her in her graduation law school graduation gown as I'm reading this. It's unbelievable. So here's what she wrote: quote, You may not know it. But in this picture, you are looking at a two year old girl who was too scared to go to the beach because her eyesight was so bad that she believed the sparkling waves to be a school of fish that would come and grab her at any second, so she opted to play in the parking lot. You're looking at a four year old girl who wore glasses so thick they hardly fit in the frames of her little glasses under which she wore a patch. You're looking at a five-year-old girl who sat patiently on a table at UCLA's Eye Institute while medical student after medical student lined up to look into her eyes because it was unlikely they would ever see anything like it outside of a textbook again in their lives, and she didn't know doctors' visits to be any different. You're looking at a six-year-old girl who had a muscle in her eye cut so that hopefully her eyes would uncross themselves eventually, but the doctors weren't really sure what would happen. You're looking at an 11-year-old girl whose teacher came before school to spend time teaching her how to finally write legibly, and then you're looking at a painfully shy preteen who did whatever she possibly could to hide behind her glasses. You're looking at a 13-year-old whose parents thought she was being rebellious when she refused to wear her glasses anymore, claiming she couldn't see out of them, and you're looking at a 15-year-old with perfect vision. You're looking at a teenager and a young adult who always struggled through school, assuming that she wasn't very bright and definitely not very good at it. You're looking at a college student who slaved over the LSAT for more than a year so she could get into a halfway decent law school because she was notorious for bombing tests no matter how hard she studied for them. You're looking at a first-year law student who was told that even though she chained herself to her studies and gave every ounce of herself that year, she just wasn't good enough. You're looking at a 23-year-old who just found out for the first time that she's not good at school and that actually she's pretty bright, or that she's not not good at school, and she actually is pretty bright. She just suffers from really severe learning disabilities that spent a lifetime under the radar because her work ethic always compensated for them. You're looking at a second-year law student starting a new school who is asking herself whether she's even good enough for this profession. And finally, you're looking at a law school graduate I hope that anyone who has taken the time to read this takes my story and understands that truly anything is possible. The successes we watch others achieve are often a result of the longest and hardest struggles we know nothing about. Anything that is worth having never comes easy, and I've learned some of the most important life lessons through the struggle. If my successes teach you anything, I hope it is this. You are smart, strong, capable, and and powerful. I hope you recognize how beautiful you are inside and out. Never let anyone tell you for any reason that you can't. Live your life without boundaries. You can and should do and be exactly who and what you want. Nothing is too big or too hard for you. Anything is possible. The beautiful, heartfelt, incredible piece that I just read was written by Carly Rickman. And I've known Carly since she was about five years old when she wore those little glasses with those thick Coke bottle lenses. And I met her when she first started participating in the Right Road Vacation Bible School summer program I did at my church for many years when I first started Right Road Kids. So (laughs) Carly is officially a Right Road Kid. (laughs) And over the years, Carly has volunteered more hours. She's coordinated more outreach projects. She's donated more resources to Right Road Kids than I can even count. She is is literally a beauty queen inside and out. She's won a few um, quite a few Miss pageants in the Miss California organization and of course she's a law school graduate who got to where she is by overcoming that the severe learning disability disabilities that stem from that rare childhood eye condition. She's the first person in her family with a doctorate. Her heart is as big as the sky and one of her life's missions is to help kids believe in themselves and know that anything is possible and I know that was a huge long introduction but I wanted you to understand just the strength of what this amazing young lady is going to share tonight. I am so thankful and excited that Carly Rickman is here with us this evening. Welcome to On the Right Road, Carly. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Well, now I've known you, Carly, for 20 years, and until reading that Facebook post that you shared, I really had no idea of all that you have dealt with over the years. I'm so glad that you shared your story and your heart on Facebook. And I really want to ask you, you know, after you, you've accomplished so much over the last several years especially, when you were a kid, I mean, how did you feel about yourself with with all those challenges that you faced?
2: Well, when I was first growing up, it was really just so normal to get up and miss school every once in a while to take the trip down to Juulstein Stein and go to my doctor's appointments. But... I just always did okay in school. I was never at the top of my class, and I just thought that I I was okay at school, and my parents saw that I was working hard and helped me with everything, and so we just continued to push forward, but I do have the parents that have always told me that if I work hard and I believe in myself, that anything is possible, and so I've always used that to push me forward. So before I knew about learning disabilities, I knew that if I believed in myself enough and I put in enough effort that... I could make my dreams come true.
1: Well, I love it because, I mean, just what you just shared, it's almost like you had a, a different normal. I, th- I think everybody's got a different normal, right? It was just I, what I you really knew. I really think
2: everybody does.
1: Yeah, well, well, and I I have to give a shout out to your parents too because your parents are two amazing people who have sh- uh, supported Right Road Kids in amazing years over the ways oh, ways over the years, and I I always noticed that in how they they just looked at you. It's like they they had stars in their eyes when they looked at you. That you're the, you are their angel, and the gift that I think parents that we can give. I, I'm going to get all choked up here. I saw it on Oprah one time. Uh, the guest said, you know the most important thing that you can do in your child's life is when they walk in the room shine for them you know and that's how I feel about Micah my son every time he walks in the room and I noticed that this was way before I was married and way before I had my son but I noticed that that is how they looked at you and that had to like it had to like overflow onto you right you felt there that you felt that anything
2: was possible Well, me and my brother, I have a brother, and I've noticed that with my parents, they've always believed that anything is possible for anyone. So if you're talking about someone else and their accomplishments, you can do that too, and that person can achieve their dreams. And so it's not just how they look at us, but sort of how they view the entire world. And so I think that that's helped my brother and I with our friends to just be encouraging friends also, because it really is true that if you believe in yourself, if you believe in someone else and encourage them, that it might take a lot of work to get there, but you can eventually get to your goals.
1: Absolutely. Well, now now, now that you've found out, and we'll talk about this in a minute, but you found out that you did recently that you had learning disabilities. So that probably put your mind at ease about a lot. It, it connected the dots in a lot of ways. I have a, a kind of an interesting question. Do you regret any of the challenges that you've had in your life?
2: I don't. Um, I think I people often consider me to be someone with a lot of grit. And I think that had I have known of these things and maybe had all of the accommodations that should have been afforded to me, I wouldn't have understood what it was like to be knocked down so hard and what it really means to achieve something. Not that any, not that going through law school or certain goals are ever easy, but I think that this has really taught me to be the person I am today and to really fight for things. And that'll help me hopefully as an attorney. Absolutely,
1: and I think that just the message of all things are possible, to know that going through those struggles and challenges, and we each have our own, that it's all in, I just saw something on TV recently, and I don't have a lot of time to watch TV, but the, the message was, it's not what you're dealt with in life, it's what you do with what you're dealt with, right? Don't you think? Exactly. Well now, I, here's another question and I, and I'm because I've known you so long, I just really wanted to pick your brain about some things and this is especially perfect for a lot of the teachers that are listening. Were there any particular teachers as you were growing up not supportive of you? You know, uh, when you had struggles studying for tests, did any of them put you down or make you feel, do you know what I mean? Did anybody not support you along the way?
2: Um, I really I mean, I've always had, and I think teachers just in general have the biggest hearts. I I have older siblings and almost all of them and their spouses are in education. So I've been pretty lucky to have a lot of supportive people in that phase of, in that area of my life. But um, there are some, I think when you're not finishing tests and stuff, they just assume that, oh, maybe she's having a bad day or she didn't study for it. But I don't know that that's for their lack of care. Sometimes I think there's a lot going on in class and I definitely had so many more positive experiences like my teacher that would come early in fifth grade dealt me right than the negative. That is so,
1: I mean, it's just so amazing. I mean, teachers really do change the world every day and, and it's true. I mean, their hearts are just like yours. Their hearts are as big as the sky and, What an impact that both parents and teachers can have. So, what I'm wondering, Carly, I'd love to just have you be able to share with all the parents and teachers listening how do you feel having gone through, you know, having the parents that you have, having the wonderful teachers that you've had throughout your life? How can parents and teachers be most supportive of children, you know, with learning disabilities, with learning needs? And we all have them. It's not just the special needs child. We all have our the special needs that we have. I, I hope I'm making sense. But how can parents right. and teachers be most supportive of children to help them really know that anything is possible?
2: Well, I've been so lucky, to. I feel like always had that. But I think it's just important to be encouraging and to always have more of a you-can-do-it attitude as opposed to you-can't. There have been so many times where I've been knocked down, not just in school, but I Irish danced competitively growing up, and there would be competitions where I was last place. But because of the environment I grew up in, I believed that the next competition that I was going to win the world championships. And so when you have people behind you that tell you that you can do it, even if it's really hard and you're at the bottom – and you believe that you can, and it might take you 20 years to get there, but you'll get there. And I think that it's unfortunate, but some students don't have that at home. And so, when you can get it from a teacher, I know that it makes a huge difference.
1: Absolutely. Abs- I mean, uh, I, and the, what I'm gleaning. From just the fact that I didn't know so much about your background, even though I knew you, you know, I feel like the importance of really learning each child's quote story. You know, as and everybody's got a story. It's not just what they share on the upfront, it's what's underneath it all. I feel like as parents and teachers, that is how we can really get to the core of helping kids really find the possibility for their lives when we truly know them. And it sounds like, you know, you had a lot of that or enough of it in your life. I mean, I just, I feel like with everything that you're saying, you have this attitude that anything is possible. And that's what we have to help our kids find,
2: right? Yes, I think definitely.
1: Well, stay with me, Carly, because I've got um, tons more questions. I've got another super On the Right Road giveaway here. And you know what, you guys? I think we're going to have time for a couple of listener calls tonight. So you can ask Carly and me anything you would like. Let me give you the toll-free call-in number to On the Right Road. It's 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's one 888 Marcy's going to pop that up on our Right Road Kids Facebook page, just in case you missed me saying the phone number. And in just a minute, in just a couple of minutes, I'll be taking your live calls. So have your questions ready. And remember, you guys, that every teacher whose call I'm able to take this evening will receive one of our jumbo school supplied right I'm tongue-t- tongue-tied tonight. One of our school, Jumbo School Supply Right Road gift packs. And note, if you get on the air with me, you guys, remember to turn down the volume on the show if you're listening because that will get that weird feedback thing happening. So again, the toll-free number is one On your market set call, you can ask us anything that you want to. And in the meantime, while you're calling and we'll get, we're getting you on the line, I've got the second On the Right Road giveaway for this evening. And something that I always like to do in some special way, shape, or form is match each show's giveaways with the theme and also things that are on my guests' hearts. So in asking Carly what would mean a great deal to her, she shared something, you know, that reading and literacy... Some, us doing a giveaway related to that would really mean a lot to her. So for my second On the Right Road giveaway this evening, of course it's open to all t- uh, teachers in the U.S. listening to On the Right Road right now, I have 10 wonderful book sets each with 6 brand new books so there will be 10 teacher recipients and each will receive one of the book sets and there are primary intermediate and advanced reader sets as part of this giveaway so to enter you're just going to go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now as you're listening follow those simple entry guidelines in the offer post and even if you included the code word listening in the first giveaway for this evening make sure you include that now again in this one okay that's the code word for each and every one of our giveaways and And also for this giveaway include the reading level of your students primary, intermediate or advanced so this one will be open until just after the end of the show till 7pm Pacific 10 Eastern tonight and we'll announce the 10 book set recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page tomorrow so Carly while we're getting some people on the line here I see we have one I just just related to this giveaway I want to ask one quick question here in sharing with me that helping kids with reading and literacy is really important to your heart I'm just wondering if there is a significant reason for that like was there some connection between the eye affliction you had as a child and your learning disabilities and your ability to read well that's really put that the literacy reading issue on your heart
2: I guess the funny thing is that um, a lot of my learning disability is visual tracking and processing so you would think that I wouldn't really enjoy reading very much but Ever since I was little, I've loved to read, and I've always found myself volunteering with different programs that do specifically have to do with learning, reading, and even recently I did a book drive for Children's Hospital Los Angeles because I did learn that when you're in the hospital, being able to dive in a book is almost the best escape from the reality of the sickness that the kids are going through, and so I think that books are such a great pathway to a lot of different things.
1: Well, you know what? Just what struck me is that I, are, you, are you doing ongoing book outreaches
2: for your work with the Children's Hospital? Um, I always am trying to do new things. Right now, I don't have anything set up, but I'm always trying to start new drives and programs. So, Well, I'm going to donate. I'm not sure how many, but I'm going to donate a
1: a big box of books so that the next time you make a special delivery i know you do so much to support children's hospital next time you do that you can share this big right road box because i just oh that'd be great uh, i just i'm so touched by your heart and everything that you do and you know what we have a caller here it's katrina from georgia hello katrina and welcome to on the right road hi paula well is this my friend katrina rustin Yes, it is. Uh, you know, see, you guys say, geez, I don't know if she, if Paula knows me, I know you guys. How are you doing, Katrina? I'm good. Tell your mom, I said happy birthday, and
3: my heart goes out to her. My daughter has juvenile arthritis and was diagnosed when she was just three. So Gosh. I know what she goes through and um, all of that. I couldn't, I, you know, I can't imagine what your mom goes through.
1: Well, she's hearing you right now, and I, I know she's probably screaming over the, the phone, the, you know, the, the wires right now. She's so excited that you gave her a special shout-out. Thank you. Well, do you have a question, Katrina, for Carly and me? I do. Um, being that you've been through all of this, Carly, and thanks for sharing
3: your story, what are you saying as far as teachers when we have kids who are faced with struggles that you have or similar, what's the best thing that we can say to those kids to help encourage them and boost their confidence when they ha- when they face those struggles. Well, that's I think a the great first question. thing is
2: oh no, go ahead, um, The first thing is catching it. My learning disabilities weren't even caught until I was twenty three years old, and so I almost mm-hmm. wonder what my path would be if I didn't struggle so much in school growing up, and I kind of knew what I needed to do to learn. But once they find out that they have learning disabilities just helping to accommodate them because even being a 23-year-old who can advocate for myself, sometimes school doesn't accommodate you very well. And so you can't, like, I struggle with, Um, being able to hear what the teacher is telling me in class and then I think I need to get it all down on paper so then I'm not taking anything into my brain. And there are some teachers that won't let me record my class. And so whether you're in elementary school or in high school, I think just kind of listening to your students' needs and helping them, being, being accommodating to them because what I've noticed is that people just learn differently. It doesn't mean that you're slower or faster than someone. It's just we learn different than how the curriculum is set up.
1: I love that. Well, and and does that help, Katrina? I think, it, I mean, yeah. I don't even know what else to say. It's a perfect answer. I think one thing that is so important that Carly said especially is to make sure to catch it. I think here's what I've known. And sorry, I'm, I I want to hear your, your perspective too, Katrina. Something that I've noticed is that a lot of times teachers might feel, oh, I don't know if I should say one more thing about this child or, you know, because parents sometimes can blast teachers about it, you know, and I think anything that you notice, it's like you have a sixth sense, you know, and if you feel that that child has a learning disability, don't feel embarrassed about saying it over and over again to the parents, you know, what even if they're, Have a blind eye to it at first because they don't want to admit that there might be a a challenge or a problem. You know, you're those kids' biggest advocates in so many cases. Like Carly said before, sometimes kids don't have parents who are there for them to help them believe that anything is possible. So, teachers, I really want to encourage you to to don't ever feel ashamed or bashful or shy or like you're overstepping a line if you feel strongly about a child needing something like that, needing you know, needing to be. Diagnosed for a disability, so Katrina, does, does that help? That does. That
3: makes sense. And you know, one of the things is that we do often advocate for those kids. It's more of when the kids, you know, what do you say to the kids? Because sometimes it is touchy for the kids. Um, you know, or they they want to be noticed, but then there's times that they don't want you to notice them. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't want to. Um, it to be brought to attention maybe that they learn a different way than everybody else in the classroom.
1: Well, and this exact same thing, it's so funny, Marcy and I were just talking about this a minute ago. My my son is partially colorblind. And what we have always done, the way I've always said things to him is, you know what, Micah? You just th- see things differently than we do, than I do, than somebody else might. It's not wrong. It's just different. And I've noticed Using that verbiage, he's never been embarrassed about it. He's never been shy about it. Do you know what I mean? So saying that, I think that makes a big part of
3: how you approach it, and that's why yes. I kind of wanted Carly's thoughts on you know when because she went through it so much. How would you have felt with it being approached? You know, what's the best way to approach it so that that child doesn't feel like they're different than everybody else, and it be a bad thing.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I understand. Because I was always the very quiet girl in the class that always did my homework and got everything done and tried to follow directions. So I can see what you're saying where... Some might be embarrassed or not very receptive to it, but I think maybe trying to approach it with them sort of on the side. The only time that it was ever possible that maybe my family should have considered learning disabilities was in fifth grade when my teacher went so above and beyond and came before school and helped me with my writing because my penmanship, you could hardly read it at that point. And so things like that I think help as much on the side. but. I think it's just a case by case basis too.
1: Perfect. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Katrina. It's always so nice to hear from you. Blessings to you and your students and your whole school. Okay. Oh, also make sure make sure you message us on the Right Road okay, Kids Facebook page so that your school and everything you're, for this year, so we know how to get your gift pack to you. Okay. All right. Thanks, Paula. Thanks, Carly. Oh. You're welcome, Katrina. And we have one more caller here. We've got Peyton from North Carolina. Hello, Peyton. Hello. Is this my friend Peyton Dockery? It is. This is the craziest thing. I know you guys. I love this. How are you doing, Peyton? How's your baby? She is wonderful. She is going to turn a year old next month. I cannot believe it. Unbelievable. Well, Peyton, what wonderful question do you have for Carly or
2: me this evening? Well, so kind of along the same lines as the last caller, but um, so it sounds like, you know, Carly has really great supportive parents, but um, at our school we have some parents who not, and it's not necessarily any fault of their own, but are not as involved and can't be as involved. What what are your tips for for helping those children who are struggling, but their parents can't provide them the extra help or are too overworked themselves to come in for meetings or provide that extra thing. I always run into that, like, what do I, how do I help these kids the best?
1: So, Carly, think, you know, flip the tables. Let's just pretend for a minute that your parents were not the supportive parents that they are, and that's ridiculous, my even that even coming out of my mouth because they're so incredibly supportive. But what if you were on the other end of the table and your parents weren't supportive? What now, looking back as an adult, what tips would you give teachers to kind of handle that situation for
2: those kids? I actually kind of thought about this question coming in because this might be a little bit of a side note, but this summer I worked at a guardianship clinic where I helped families with no income, petition for guardianship of minors. So these were kids who really didn't have any parents who were influencing their lives. And so you see all sorts of different situations with kids that are very lost and confused. And so I think that's really when the teacher is the most important. And so if you have someone in your life telling you that you can do it and that even though it's really hard, I think that it's better than no one. I think that if there's support coming from anywhere And if the teacher can offer any sort of different ways to look at something or different things the student can do, that I really, I think that that would give them a lot of comfort and a lot of, a lot more belief and confidence in themselves. Because if you have at least one person believing you, it's definitely better than no one. But I, I do agree. also understand that teachers can be spread thin, and sometimes that's hard to accomplish. But that's still what I would recommend.
1: Well, and that's the thing is just to even teachers, if you're, you're having one of those days when there's so much you don't know that you can do one more thing, just saying it, just stopping for one second and looking that child in the eye. You know what? I believe in you. I had teachers when I was growing up, like I shared, my mom is amazing, my stepdad, my parents are amazing, but my parents, my mom and dad split up and went through a divorce and I went through a couple of really tough years and I had some teachers that just said a few things to me that during that difficult time I needed to hear that from my teachers i needed that and just hearing it changed my life so teachers never underestimate the power of your just even for five seconds looking that child in the eye it can be life changing and if you say it every day for the course of a year maybe you won't even notice a difference in that child by the end of the year but when they're 25 that could have made the world of difference for them you just never know so keep just keep saying it so carly i have another question you know okay. you've won several miss titles. I can't I first of all from how you're talking this evening and just your heart and everything, I can't believe that you personally aren't Miss America. There I said it. I just had to say it because you should be. Thank <laughs> but, you. I mean it. I really do. You're, you're extraordinary. You're, you're, you are already changing the world and you're just going to, your mark on the world is going to be extraordinary. You know, you've graduated from law school. Where do you personally want to go from here? Where, what is your biggest life dream?
2: Uh, I think the ultimate would be to be, um, a federal appeals judge. And so it does take a few years of practicing law, a lot of years before you end (laughs) up on the bench. But, um, ultimately i would like to go into federal appeals that's amazing
1: and, and and i mean you're you're so calm and 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 compassionate and fair and i just think wow that's amazing you're going to do it whatever you set your mind to you're going to do it so carly what would you like to say you know what you can share whatever you want from your heart it doesn't even have to do with anything we've been discussing tonight but What would you like to say to all the parents and teachers listening tonight? Just, you know, you have your minute to share whatever you want. What's on your heart? You know, the thousands of people that
2: are listening. Yeah, no pressure, right? Um, Yeah, no pressure. (laughs) I just think that it's so important to be encouraging and to be positive. And I, I probably have driven that home too many times this evening. But I really grew up in a household that even when I felt like I was failing or, I wasn't good enough, my parents always looked at me and said, you are good enough, and you can work hard enough to get there, and like Paula read in the beginning, that was my real story. It may seem now, oh, just believe in yourself and you'll make it, but when you're down there at the bottom and you're wondering, am I really good enough to finish law school because I'm 23 years old and I don't even understand how I learn, and my eyes track from one line to the next, and it takes me extra hours to understand this, Your student, your child really is good enough, and it does start at home and in the classroom with somebody telling them that they are, because I think that if every time I was last place at a dance competition or I failed a test, if they said, no, maybe you're not good enough, then I wouldn't be where I am today, and I probably wouldn't be dreaming as big as I am. And so even if your student doesn't have a home where that's happening, if you can give them some ounce of positivity that day, it really does make a difference. And I remember those teachers that always told me to believe in myself and reach for my dreams. And it's them and my family that keeps me motivated forward. And then I have eight nieces and nephews, and so I'm always trying to see how I can be a positive example for them. I hope that they can look at me and say, well, my aunt did everything that she wanted to, so I can too, even if it's different than what she's doing. So I think even if your students or child are looking at you and watching you, if they see you achieving, they'll try to as well.
1: Well, and I think that as you were sharing, what really struck me is that the greatest, the greatest gift that any of us can give a child, and probably the greatest gift that any of us can give each other, is to help each other know and to help kids know that all things are possible for their life that their destiny is greatness. And just a few things, like we were talking about, saying a few things or helping kids just believe it in little ways can add up to huge ways. You know what? We've actually got time for one more caller here. We've got Lisa on the phone from California. Hello, Lisa. Welcome to On the Right Road. Hello. Hi, Lisa. How are you doing? What's your last name, Lisa? Dick's. Hey, oh Lisa, this is so fun. Oh my gosh, how are you doing, Lisa Diggs? I've never been able to speak with you, but this is amazing. Wow. I always post on your Facebook. I know you do. I love it. So, Lisa, <laughs> what question do you have for Carly and me? This is so fun. This is like a reunion or something. I'm getting to know your teachers over the phone. I love it. Yes. What's well, your it's question, like Lisa? The
0: question prior to the two questions earlier. It's okay. just that our kids today, they I really want to be the best teacher you can be, but just when they come to school, my question is, because sometimes they're not happy and whatever happened before they got to school, um, how do you help your kids in being more engaged in school and forget about whatever happened when they, before they came to school and give them a the right attitude to have because they may come with the – because I work at a Title I school, so a lot of my kids don't have the right shoes or they don't have, like, the backpack or they don't have, you know, the clothes that they want to wear to school because their mom and dad are just struggling. And just how can we just encourage them with that? So how do you get,
1: how do you, from the moment school starts, I think this is what you're asking, Lisa, right? Mm -hmm. From the moment school Mm -hmm. starts, how do you get them engaged and psyched to learn when maybe they're coming in with 1% gas in their, you know, fuel tank, Mm -hmm. so to speak? What do you think, Carly? Uh,
2: This is like a question that I struggle with every day, even not as a teacher. Like I mentioned, I worked downtown LA in the guardianship clinic and I, saw some of these kids, and at least I got to talk to them one-on-one, and while I was helping them petition for guardianship, I got to talk to them about their lives and tell them, yes, you can, too, go to law school, but it, it is very difficult as a teacher in a classroom to get past all of those hurdles, I think, and begin class, and so I'm definitely not a professional in that area, and I hold you in such a high regard to to be their teacher and to encourage them, Um And I haven't been there in their shoes, but I do think it's staying positive, staying encouraging, and then finding them resources, trying to Mm -hmm. understand if they need help and seeing what you can do about it. I know that that's so far above and beyond the call of duty as a teacher, but... I guess that's what I would have to offer. Well, and, and
1: Lisa, something, I've worked with kids now for 24 years through Right Road Kids, and, and Carla, you've come with me to several different classroom programs, and and something that I do is, I going in, we talked about this in a previous show, I have an expectation that the kids are going to have a great day. So if I step up there for the first second, my expectation is that this is going to be an amazing day, that like overflows onto the kids. Do you know what I mean? And also, yeah. I just, I help them from the first moment that they walk in the door into a Right Road class program and I, they know it's going to be fun. I come up with something. For the start of every single program, so that they, it's like that fear or, you know, oh, everything that's going on else in their lives, I try to let it wash away and get their attention in some engaging way so they know this day's going to be fun. And that just draws them in and they can't wait to learn that's something from you know from my 24 years of experience working with thousands and thousands of classrooms all different ages that i found to be very effective you have to do it from your heart it can't be like a, you're trying to do a gimmick on them you know but if you really think about it and and lisa i know you'll do an amazing job but that's something that i find really works i hope that helps
0: Yes, it does, definitely, because I was just thinking that it also has to be, like, we have this new program, and most of the schools, is called Positive Behavior Intervention System. Yeah. So we're doing things with the kids to get them to be positive in how they respond to something negative, and we're also making sure that we're, and I actually, this year, I'm an intervention teacher, and I'm at a different school and it's a great environment. And their motto is sailing to success. So that's already telling them that they're going to do be- their best. And their Absolutely. t-shirts have that on it. And that the fact that I, when they come to the door, I greet them every morning. I shake their hand and go, welcome to class and all those neat things. But it's just sometimes still there's the little things that go on that even when you try. That's why I was saying, how do you do that? Because you might want to have more things where the parents come in. So we started having Fun Friday. We just did it last Friday. I love it, and we have Fun Friday in the library, and the kids that are in our program is uh, called the Compass Club. So that they get to that point, they um, they get like points for the every day for if they're doing between a zero and a two. And so they get 80% and they're doing 80% better in their behavior, then at the end of the week they get to come and play Legos or they get to get a prize. And if they tell us what they like, what kind of things they want. So one little girl, it was really interesting because she kept getting bullied by this other little girl that kept coming and getting in her face. And she was very quiet. She doesn't know how to respond to her. She's afraid. So the only way she knew how to do it was push her. And that got her out of the after school program, and now she can't be in the after school program anymore. And her mom really wanted her to stay in the after school program, but it's it was just, it was before we started the, the 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 program we were doing. It was like. The first beginning, the first couple of weeks of school has happened. So well, now, it sounds it sounds trying, like Lisa that yeah. you're
1: really incorporating some of the things that we're talking about, which mm-hmm. is really I mean, keep on that track, keep on that right road. Because you're okay. you're definitely uh, you know, doing the right thing to reach the kids. And I wish we could talk more, Lisa. Our time is just zooming okay, I'm by. Sorry. I know you gotta go. No, I <laughs> love hearing it. And thank you so much for calling and and please do jot me a quick note, a message so we know what school you're at this year so we can pop yeah. you a wonderful school supply gift pack, okay? Just blessings right. to you and your kids, Lisa. Thank you. You're okay. welcome. Bye-bye. Carly, thank you so much for just sharing your heart and your story. And, and I'm just, I personally, since I've known you since you were so little, I'm just so proud of you. And I just, I'm so thankful that you were here with us tonight. Thank you a million times over.
2: Oh, thank you so much for having me.
1: Oh, you are welcome. And I want to also, of course, give a huge thank you to our sponsors, to our On the Right Road sponsors, Right Road Kids and Right Road Productions, Lori Stinas and her Keller Williams real estate team, Nair and SeatSack. A reminder to mark your calendars. The next Live on the Right Road show will be on Sunday, October 2nd. And in honor of October being Kindness Month, I've got another amazing guest, Caitlin Roya DeBellis, one of the teachers from Sandy Hook School, who saved the lives of her students during that Unimaginable tragedy. She since has started a wonderful nonprofit to encourage kids to live in kindness. She's written a book. She inspires people around the country now with her courage, kindness, and grace. How amazing is that going to be? We're now back on the air, you guys. Every first and third Sunday of the month. Yay! It's been a, a over the summer we had a little bit different schedule, but I'm so excited to be, be to be back first and third Sundays. And I want to make a quick announcement of the fifty dollar Target gift card recipients from the. Pre show email and Facebook fund for tonight. So, all three of these teachers are each going to receive a $50 Target gift card. We've got Dakota Kirkland from Screven County Middle School in Sylvania, Georgia, Sandra Butts from Mountain View Elementary in Fillmore, California, and Nicole. Torrance from GR Ellington Academy in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And for the second anything is possible surprise for tonight, again, this is an addition to our Facebook giveaways for tonight, I have another fifty dollar target gift card drawing. All you have to do for this anything is possible surprise is email me right now at Hey Paula, that's H E Y P A U L A Hey Paula at rightroadkids.org. Of course include your school, city and state as part of your email so we know where to send the gift card to you if your name is drawn and jot target gift card surprise in the in the subject line and I'll announce the recipient here on our right road kids facebook page this coming tuesday. And now as I always like to do you guys, I want to wrap up with a few nuggets from my heart that you can take with you as you're planning for the week to come. The first one is you know, I feel like everyone has a story. Share yours so people can really know you, like Carly did on Facebook. And that her sharing that led to this very special episode of On the Right Road. And I honestly think that one of the most important things we can do as parents, as teachers, as adults, to help kids learn how to share their story. It, it, it's the, one of the most important things we can do. It's healing for them. It's powerful for them. And it's inspirational for others. I think that the possibility in our lives comes from realness and openness and being willing to share our authentic self with others in the world. So in this day of of. Of technology. We all need to remember to keep our, you know, to help our kids learn how to share their authentic, real selves in order to realize that truly anything is possible. Because if they're not living authentically and real in a real way, they're not gonna find that destiny for their lives. So that's one of the greatest gifts we can give our kids. Number two, remember that your story can always change direction. You are the author of your story. So if something in your life isn't going well or the way you want it to, if you, if you feel like you're not living your destiny, Remember that you are the author, and you can change it. And I think that's something else that is so important to teach our kids. They are the authors of their destiny. Anything in their lives is possible. It doesn't matter how much money their parents have. It doesn't matter if today they were bullied by that child. That doesn't mean that anything's not possible. Anything is possible every second, every minute of every day. And we have to make sure our kids know that. Number three, I think Audrey Hepburn... I first noticed and and shared this with the world that the, the word impossible is actually two words put together. Impossible is actually, if you think about it, I'm possible. I love that. Every time I see that, I just get chills. Anything is possible. And number four, I have lived... This anything is possible mantra, just as I know Carly has too. I mean, I was threatened by a young teenage boy during the 1992 riots. I started Right Road Kids. I know that people thought I was nuts. I quit my job. I, I didn't have a paycheck, but I knew my calling was to help kids and to make a difference in the world and, and make the world better for kids and help them find their right roads. And and. It's been in this incredible journey. It's led to on the On the Right Road radio show. It's led to our Right Road Take 5 series that we're going to have coming. It's led, led to my working with thousands of classrooms around the country, thousands of schools around the country. I know it's true that anything is possible. So if you're, if you're having a bad day, if you're having a bad year, if you're having a bad week, if you're just wondering, you know, gosh, I don't feel like I'm on track here. I don't know if possibility exists for my life. It does. Know that It does. I just can't say it enough. Anything is possible. And to wrap things up in another fun way, I've got one more wonderful giveaway for this evening. Remember, we'll announce all the recipients from all of tonight's On the Right Road giveaways on our Right Road Kids Facebook page tomorrow and this coming Tuesday. Again, if you're listening to a replay after Sunday, September 18th, the giveaways will, of course, be closed. And we'll get all the gifts from tonight's show out in the mail to the teacher recipients the week of September 26th. So... Here's the last giveaway for this evening. Another thing that teachers have shared with me that is very helpful for kids learning and overcoming like physical writing challenges is the use of pencil grips. So this, oh, this giveaway is open to all teachers in the U.S. listening to On the Right Road right now. I have 15 pencil grip gift packs so there will be 15 recipients and each will receive one of the packs to enter you can go to our right road kids facebook page right now as you're listening the offer will be posted in just a minute just follow those simple entry guidelines it'll be open until just after the end of end of the show till 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern tonight, and we'll announce the 15 recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page this coming Tuesday. Make sure, even if you did on the other giveaways, to include that code word listening as part of your entry comment. And for this giveaway, include which style of the grips you would prefer. There are three styles available and you'll see a picture of those choices in the offer post. I think Marcy's going to pop that up right now. And oh my gosh, you guys, I pray that this tonight's show has just been a huge blessing for you, and that it's helped fill your tank with the realization that anything is possible for your life, for your kids' lives, for your students' lives. Amen. I gotta give a huge thank you to Carly Rickman, my just amazing guest this evening on the Right Road. Thanks to Right Road team member Marcy for the wonderful behind-the-scenes support, as always. Of course, thank you to my amazing engineer, Justin, and the whole Voice America team. Thank you all so very much for listening and being a part of the Right Road family. Blessings, love, and light to every single. Single one of you. And in case you've missed any part of this evening's show or would like to share it with friends, this episode you know will be available to listen to or download for free. And we'll post that link on our Facebook page and website within the next few days. And also watch for the click and listen giveaway for this episode. It'll be on our Right Road Kids Facebook page next weekend. So even if you're listening now, you can still click and enter that giveaway. Remember that the next On the Right Road show will be live here on the Voice America Empowerment channel on Sunday, October 2nd. In between our On the Right Road broadcast, you can always connect with us on our Right Road Kids Facebook page and via our website at rightroadkids.org. Always remember, that you are special, appreciated, and loved. Until next time, Sunday, October 2nd at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 Eastern, here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Be that daily, positive, bold, empowered inspiration for the kids in your life and live your best, most amazing life on the right road. Reach for your dreams, everyone. The sky's the limit, and anything is possible on the right road. I love you all. Mwah!